back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block, 93.7 The Ticket. My name's Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. 424-645-685, Sarder Heyman text line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. We want to hear from you if you have an intelligent thing to say. We appreciate that as well. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Reach us on all of those platforms. It's the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream. Check out what's going on here in studio. Strict remote today, so he did wanted to make sure to stay out of the snow, avoid any of the inclement weather that might be coming Nebraska's way. So we appreciate him tuning in, even if it is remote. Again, 402-464-5685. Sorry, I'm a text line. Honda of Lincoln Hotline. As always, we want to hear from you. Strick, what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think my guy should be calling in. Being that I'm remote, I wasn't able to to, to tap him in, so he should be. Uh, I know. Usually, you hop call. over to the other studio and, uh, and help yeah. us out. But yeah, no. We uh, luckily for us, we will head to the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Rico's having a little conversation over there, as he always does. Whenever I've noticed that Strick, whenever Cluster calls, him and Rico always have a little chat every time. That's that, that's that B West love, baby. That's what we do. <laughs> you know, we stay together. You know, we all we got. CMB. If you know, you know. I do not. Know. <laughs> All right. Just, yeah, Rico gave a little fist pump. Uh, we don't have cluster yet, so we're still gonna wait on that. Okay. Now maybe he should be calling. See, this is the thing. We're playing a little cat and mouse game because, like, I always get very hesitant, strict to just put people through the radio, just put them on air because yeah. it's, uh, it's kind of a dangerous game to play. We yeah, to that's that a dangerous game. And I love, I love how you always, you always kind of, you, you always give them just a little word. Hey, you know, just to let, let yeah, you know, just you're, to let you're on you the know, air, you, know. you are on the air, like. <laughs> Please uh, be a little bit nice. But uh, we will go ahead and head to the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, where we officially do now have Cluster Johnson, two-time national champion. Cluster, what's going on? Man, I'm just here trying to make it happen, trying to make it happen. Well, you always do a good always job of that, my happen, friend. Cluster, that's right. Doing big things, my boy. And uh, we're very appreciative of you taking your time to come out here and hang with us on the block again. And, uh, um, you know, last two games are on the way. Um, we have Wisconsin and then we have Iowa. But right now, Wisconsin, uh, we've lost four straight. It, it's it's um, uh, I think at this point, you know, it, it's let me get to one of the questions that I think that is, is relevant to this topic. Um, there are some people that are saying, you know, it still may not be over for Mickey. I, I personally think that he'll be around. I think there's a plan um surrounded about for him and 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 him still remaining i think there's probably discussions going on i don't know who it is or when it's going to happen there's some people saying and speculating it could be announced after this wisconsin game potentially um but with that in mind is there anything that you think he could do in these next two games against two west um um you know big 10 west rivals that could 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 salvage anything or or leave a good taste in your mouth about the season for the Huskers? Well, it's a it's an incredibly tough situation. Um, I, I feel sorry for Trez, and I feel sorry for Mickey being put in this situation because it's not an easy situation to be put in. Uh, 
trying to take over a team and it not initially having your print on it. You know, this this team, you know, he has to he had to try to come in and put his print on the team over a period of, you know, six games or so. Um, where this team comes from four, you know, four, four and a half years of a print from another coach. So there's a whole bunch of DNA that needs to be retrained. There's a whole bunch of DNA that needs to be, re, you know, rethought. Uh, and, and then he has to get his guys in there. Because I'm, I'm sure Mickey is working with some kids where he clearly sees that either they've given up or they just don't fit the bill for what, what he's trying to get accomplished. I mean, that's just that's just the reality of it. What I would love to see, and, you know, and this, this is me on the outside looking in, I don't have to deal with a lot of the, you know, words and, and internal issues that Trev had to deal with, but I'd love to see Nicky get a good three years to see um, what he could do from the offseason all the way through recruiting, you know, listen, after about a couple of years, you will know. That's all it takes, seriously. About two years, that's all it takes. How how many times have we seen these coaches win a national championship after the second year? Um, We've seen it happen a number of times. Now, I'm not saying Mickey will win the national championship the second year, but I would would love to see, uh, you know, that first year the team kind of gets the goals and the aspirations of what it should look like and what it what, what how things should go. Then that second year, everybody comes in with the expectation of what to do, and that's when you see your biggest uptick um, from a team. Two-time national so, champion Cluster Johnson join us. Cluster, a question I got for you kind of pertaining to Mickey Joseph. A lot of the discussion that we've had today, uh, they had it in the happy hour. We've now brought it into on the block is is the recruiting and, and that aspect that Mickey Joseph brings. What is it about Mickey Joseph, one, that makes him such a great recruiter? And two, do you think that's a big part of the discussion when it comes to retaining Mickey Joseph? Well, um, <laughs> how, how about I describe it? as something that most men be able to recognize. Okay. I'll describe it as a man talking to a woman. Okay. You guys were here. You heard this term before, the gift of gab. Okay. Mickey has a gift of gab. Mickey, Mickey has a gift of gab. So I'm comparing it to like a woman talking to a man. Okay. Mickey has to give the gap. He knows how to talk to kids on their level, but I think he also has the uh, resume to show you that whatever I'm telling you, I can get that done. Okay? So not only is he going to shoot you straight, you know, he's pretty much telling you, listen, I'll get you to the promised land if you come in and, and do exactly what I tell you to do. And look, look what I've done before. This could be you. Um, and I'm just very, I'm making it very simple, okay? Uh, because there's also the NIL aspect of things. There's the uh, graduation and, and uh, academic part of things. So I'm, I'm making it very simplistic. 
but I think he really knows how to implement all of those things together and 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 make these kids and families feel like, you know what, I want my son to grow here and become a, a full individual versus just a football player. Yeah, one of the things that he mentioned, uh, Cluster, in his presser was he talked about this thing where somebody had re- asked him a question about the quarterback situation and and uh, was kind of, you know, talking to him about the fact that he offered a quarterback that they thought wasn't in the realm or the space that could play here, a two-star or something of that nature. And he says, no, what what we're doing is is, is – we're doing something different because if I would have listened to everybody that told me that about Justin Jefferson, who was a 2100 and everybody was, you know, looking at me crazy, look at him now. They have this thing called grit. And he says, you can't, you can't teach that. Cause somebody said, well, how do you teach that? He says, you can't teach that. It has to be in, in you. You, It has to be one of those things that's in you. Tell us, tell us your perspective of what that looks like and what that grit looks like. Because everybody's chasing stars, and nobody's looking for that extra thing that that a young man or or woman has, and that's that yeah. grit thing. Yeah, you know uh, that that's a that's a very good um, question, Rick. Because I think it's very hard to describe what it is, but I'll I'll try to do the best I can. Um, just from my perspective, Strick, and from your perspective, because I got to obviously I got to see you at an early age. You know, I didn't see you from the beginning, but I got to see you at a pretty early age. You know, junior high school, where I could kind of see how you function. You know, so so grit. There's a lot of things to me that goes into it. It's it's determination, will, um, competitiveness, uh, marks. I mean, toughness. I mean, there's a lot that go into grit. Mm-hmm. It's one of those deals where it's one of those deals where, you know what? If you're going to beat me, you're gonna to have to kill me. It's one of those things. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. it's like I it's like I'm gonna dig down to the deepest of my soul. I mean, my 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 air is gonna give away if I keep going because I'm willing to go there. I'm willing to go there to beat you. Uh, that's that's grit. Grit is a person who um, they will they are willing to dig down deep just to win. I, I compare it to two guys holding on to monkey bars, right? Like how long how long can I I hold on versus how long you can hold on? The guy with grit, he's mm-hmm. gonna hold on those couple of seconds after you let go. <laughs> he, he, I mean, it could be two three hours, but. He's going to hold on for three hours and two seconds um, because he's going to win. He's going to dig down deep. He don't care how hard it is, how tough it is, how much it hurts. He's going to win. That's grit. Well said. And because that's the one thing that they talk about. And when he's talking about recruiting, He's not just talking about somebody telling them about stars or telling them where, mm-hmm. you know, this this five-star guy can be this and that. He says, I'm looking for guys that with grit. When I'm looking for guys with that other thing, that when they yeah. check that heart check, that, that when you have a whole room of people checking their heart check, having a heart check, that yeah. they're going to come out and they're going to give you and they're going to run through walls and, and break bricks and whatever it's going to take to get the job done. That's what he's, he, he's looking for. Recruit. 
the mm -hmm. worst thing you can ever call an athlete is soft. Okay. Mm -hmm. And soft is the opposite end of grit to me. Okay. We can, you can say hard, but hard doesn't describe uh, grit. Grit is a little bit more of what you're looking for out of an athlete, but you don't also use the word soft. Soft is, you know, unfortunately, you know, a guy that hurt a lot, um, and I ain't talking about, like, a serious injury, but just maybe little minor things will bother him, and, and, and it's just unfortunate. It, it, it's just that's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, I remember Lawrence Phillips is, is the epitome of grit, okay? I remember Lawrence, he had a high ankle sprain probably – on Monday, and he was back practicing like Wednesday, and I know it hurt because it was, it was the size of a basketball, you know. But he taped that thing up and he ran. He ran like, like there was no pain, and I know it was painful. Like, like mm -hmm. that's that's kind of that's that's kind of describing gritty. Right, and they got to dance for that now. But no, we we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> But yeah, class. Listen, um, you know, there's there's a few games left. Um, obviously, the last game is going to be a, a, a tough challenge as well with Iowa. Uh, Iowa's actually been yeah. playing. I don't. I, I they Somehow they are an anomaly the of a team. Yeah. I don't understand that they're still really in the mix of this Big Ten West, like to, <laughs> to actually win this. It is the craziest dynamic right now with no offense in sight, but yet their freaking defense is just that good. And they've got grit. Like, their defense, like, I don't, that's grit. When every night yeah. you know that the freaking thing is on your shoulders. And, yeah. and, and I think that people can look at that and see what grit is. That's a defensive team that with grit. Well, these last two teams, because Wisconsin actually has a really tough defense also. I mean, their coach mm -hmm. is a defensive-minded coach. And watching that Iowa-Wisconsin game, uh, it just really actually came down to mistakes. Uh, Iowa's defense caused more mistakes and their special teams. You know, they blocked some punts. They they got they had a pick six. You know, they had some fumbles. I mean, that that's just what they do. They they, they cause disruption on your offense. And um, you know, Nebraska is going to have to go into that hostile environment there at the end of the year and, and really and try to win. And uh, Wisconsin. Uh, they're trying to get bowl eligible. You know, they they're only they're five and five, so this game is really important to them to get to a bowl. So I'm sure they're going to, to lay it on the line for their coach who uh, who who became an interim coach. So they're a lot of the kids are trying to keep him around. So they they're trying to win the game for him uh, so he can keep that job and, and really have no no issues. So Nebraska's gonna have two tough games, uh, but. You know, that's why you play the game. I mean, when, uh, Wisconsin and Iowa, neither team are flawless teams. As you can see, they, they both have lost five and four games. So uh, the games are winnable. I mean, th to me, the games are 50-50 games. Yeah, last thing, man, just, 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 just as an exit, last thing is you watched Cadillac Williams who everybody talks about experience. Everybody talks about all these different, oh, he's not a high level this. But the man did something phenomenal for the Auburn program, and that is 
with all them five-star recruits and Auburn is down. Let's be real about it. Auburn's talent levels is down. But guess what he was able to do? Get those young men to come out, scrap, play, and get the job done. So kudos to Cadillac Williams. Also, sad shout-out to the Virginia players uh, that lost their life uh, over this past weekend as well. Cluster Johnson, we appreciate you, man, your continued love for here on the block. Thank you for continuing to support us with your wisdom. Thank you, and you're always here on this time. Usually it'd be on Monday, but we we weren't able to get you Monday, but we'd like to get you on Monday after a week, and we hope to hear back from you next Monday. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be back. All right, my man. That's Cluster Johnson. That's him, two-time national champion, my friend, my boy, and a friend of the block. We'll be right back. We're going to take a break on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. We'll come back, and we'll have Shootout with Strick right after this.